0: Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Sister, sister. Oh. Hey, witches. In the studio today, we have Rachel's sister and pro-witch, yes. life coach Angie Ilg. She is... We've talked about her so much on the pod. She's literally an angel. Yes. You guys have already gotten so much of her wisdom and now you're going to get it straight from the source. (laughs) This
1: was a jam packed episode on how to be better at life, how to see that things aren't personal, Mm -hmm. um, overall how to see when
0: people, uh, aren't loving themselves and maybe help them love themselves. So Yeah. And we all left wanting to say even more, so I'm sure we'll have her back. So don't worry about that. Um, we want to tell you that we have merch. So go, we still have merch available from our live show and stuff. So there's hats and shirts. Just DM us at Basic Witches Pod. Um, it's just a two-witch shop. You know, we run this whole thing. So you're talking directly to us. Um, so yeah, just DM us and, and tell us what you want. Yeah. Yeah, and while you're over there on the gram, as usual, you can sign up for our Patreon in the link tree. And then also you can head over to iTunes and leave a review. Yeah. Also, for those who don't know, we do have video clips on uh, YouTube. So if you want to watch us as well, feel free to do that. I think it's uh, Basic Witches on YouTube. Um, It is on the Comedy Store's YouTube channel. We have our own playlist of Basic Witches clips from your favorite guests. See, Rachel knows. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Enjoy this episode. it's a real good one. When people have criticism or like say negative stuff about me, it actualizes the negative thoughts in my head and like the stuff that comes from my like childhood, my mom, which is why it like, it's so easy to listen to the negative thoughts versus what positive feedback people are giving you.
2: Yeah. I think that's the only way it can really Um, affect you is if there's something in there already that it can stick to Mm. it gets hooked. Yeah. You know, I had that same thing happen when I started coaching Uh, a woman saying that like basically she used the words I would use in helping people and threw them back at me in a negative way saying like, go take your amazingness somewhere else. And like basically saying I wasn't... um, (laughs) like didn't know what I was doing and couldn't be in that support group. And it was like a knife stabbed in mm. me because I was so insecure at that time. Yeah. About
1: it. That was on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Yeah. I remember talking to you about it. Mm. How did you get past
2: that? So my coach at the time was really helpful to, to encourage me to see that first of all, it was a good thing because if you're too vanilla about stuff, you're never going to hear negative. <laughs> That's you what know? I've
0: been telling myself where it's like, I always think of the Eminem quote where it's, it's something like, if people are, are saying negative stuff about you, you're doing things right. Because yeah. it means that you have a strong stance about something, which is better than being lackluster and having no opinion about anything. Yeah. yeah. Or like holding. holding back and not taking a, a step or a leap mm. of faith or even
1: trying anything. Yeah. 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 The The, um, yeah, I mean, negative like feedback just... It, it hurts. So it, it sticks with me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you and I are both like hard on ourselves already. We're already mm-hmm, self-critiquing and self-improving like as we go. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm sure some perfectionism stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like we all
0: have. Which is good because it means we're always trying, always pushing ourselves, always trying to be better. But then, yeah, it comes at a fault when you're, you're hard on yourself mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. But I the
1: negative, um, comment stuck with me too, for like a whole day, but not as much beyond that. I was able to, um, see it. I was able to reframe it in my brain, Mm -hmm. but that is interesting because, um, our personality tests, you're dash T turbulent Mm -hmm. and I'm dash a assertive meaning I'm more, my foundation is more, um, assured in who I am and
0: like competent. Yes. So that kind of makes sense. And yeah so Rachel and I just took a personality test at 16 numbers 1-6 six, 16personalities.com and it was so interesting. It's basically the ENFJ I mean right yeah, Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Yes. Yeah, And yeah there's one part which that part is basically secured attachment versus insecure attachment which is what we've talked about before on the pod and mine is insecure attachment so I was not surprised that my personality was turbulent mm-hmm. versus assertive
1: Mm -hmm. and it's percentages so you were like both of us were just over halfway one or the other so it's a mix and angie took it also yeah angie and i were the exact same letters (laughs) no No surprise no (gasps) surprise
0: (gasps) that's so cool yeah well yeah you guys are very similar let's talk about that (laughs) because you're sisters yes Yes. Sisters. sisters 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 Have you, because I know you two very well, but listeners don't. So have you two always been so connected from the beginning of your lives? Not this connected. Yeah. Mm. It's gotten way stronger as we get older. Because there's five years difference.
2: So when
1: we were little, you know, five years old is a lot. hmm Yeah. I think for me, I could pinpoint when it started to feel closer, which oh. was that time that I came into your room and you were probably about 16 and I was like 11 and you told me every single detail of the movie The Ring because I couldn't go see it. (laughs) I don't remember that. You don't? No, I kind of, I kind of remember that a little bit. So I felt like I got to see the movie and I even ate red vines while you were telling me. Oh my gosh. This is just
0: like the time I described the whole plot of Dear Evan Hansen to you when we were in New York. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, you guys are both my soul sisters. Yes, absolutely. And
1: Angie just happens to be biological as <laughs> well. <laughs> right. And then we would I would go sleep over at her college dorm when yeah. she was in school Aww. in Cleveland.
2: Yeah, So I feel like that was definitely a time we became more like best friends. Yeah. That's yeah. so cute.
0: Yeah. And were you both always spiritual?
2: No, no. I think that's something that came along as we were trying to figure out how how the hell to live, and live this live. life
1: <laughs> yeah. how the fuck to make it through this shit Seriously. what the fuck do i do yeah i mean angie got into this all so much earlier than mm. me which i She's guess older yeah yeah um you were going through i mean you've just been through so many you've been through your saturn return yes. i saw her go through her oh, we yeah. didn't know it was called that yeah but yeah. i saw her hit these big challenges the biggest yeah what were those So, at the beginning of Saturn Return, I
2: got into the relationship with the man I'm now married to, Mm -hmm. which was amazing. And at the same time, things were getting so good, um, OCD started to come up crazy, Mm. like insane. And I didn't know it was OCD. So, that that made it worse. I I had no idea what to
0: do with it. I didn't know you had OCD. I think I have OCD tendencies. Yeah. I look at my split ends a lot.
2: Mm. Well, OCD actually is different than what most people think it is, because that's why I didn't... No, And I was totally misdiagnosed as just general generalized anxiety disorder. And because it was all internal, it wasn't mm. like flipping light
0: switches or washing my hands or anything like that. Okay. But so it's, ha- it's like torture. It How, is. what was it then? How did they diagnose it to not be anxiety disorder?
2: So I had gone to a psychiatrist who was a little bit more spiritual. And so he had said that missed, mm-hmm. totally missed it. And he had given me a medication that normally I would not try. But at that point I was like, I'll just I'll just try it, I guess. Mm -hmm. I was scared to, and it wasn't doing anything. And I just had this knowing something must, something doesn't feel right. So I just kept searching, Googling everything I could. Mm -hmm. And I must have been Googling. Sorry, OCD. Uh,
0: Yeah, (laughs) I do that. (laughs)
1: Seriously. I do that. Seriously.
2: In that that way, it worked in my favor because I didn't give up on myself. (laughs) I was obsessed in figuring this out. I was like, fuck that shit. No, this has something, I'm not meant to feel anxiety. All day, every day, yeah. from the point of waking up to going to to bed, like as yeah. soon as my brain could start to um, be awake, it would try to remember the thing I should worry about. Mm-hmm. It was just like ugh, it living was so in hyper, hell, hyper focused. It's like living in hell. It, it is your own hell in your head that you can't ever run away from. Mm. As long as you're awake, you can't run away from it. And um, so I was googling, and <laughs> I. Stumbled on this blog that was describing my symptoms, like very specific mm. symptoms to a T. And in that moment, and it was a, a psychologist in Florida who helped people with OCD. In that moment, I knew like, that's what it is. And mm. I called my psychiatrist and I told him. And he wanted to put me on other medication. I was like, <laughs> N- No, I'm gonna just do this on my own. Yeah. God, now that I know what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how did you? How do you like self medicate for for lack of another word without medication?
2: So a a lot of hard work Mm -hmm. every day, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, but it's all, it's so worth it. And there are, when you know what it is, and I think everyone can benefit from the tools that I had to learn for OCD because Mm. it's all your mind and not letting your mind run your life or your emotions drive your life, Mm. but instead being able to connect into a place deeper within yourself, that's your true self. And to begin to uh, know those things that are important to you and live a life according to what's important to you, no matter what you're feeling, mm. no matter what you're thinking. And so many key things I learned, I used a lot of podcasts actually mm-hmm. to <laughs> heal podcasts and YouTube and just amazing teachers. I, everyone said it was chronic in the books. They said, you'll have it forever. And I just chose to not believe that. Mm. I was like, no. And so I looked for uh, um, evidence that it's not. And I found people that totally not only recovered, but were so mentally healthy, just thriving Mm -hmm. and then helping other people with it or just living such a happy, present, joyful life, being able to actually enjoy life. Yeah. So I just listened to them and no one else and (laughs) did what they did.
1: I love that. Yeah. 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 You, I mean, you found a way to get the healing that you needed and the tools that you needed. You're so resourceful. Yeah. And I think you, you had... You've always had, um, evidence that you can be the exception to the rule because like, Angie just always wins things. Like she's just like, by, by crazy odds, she'll like win. Like you should play the lottery more actually. Yeah. I should probably start playing. I'm just now realizing that. Like why have you not already?
2: I want a year supply of Godiva chocolate. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Set the bar high. Yeah. Yeah. She'll win drawings and stuff. I don't know. I feel like little things like that, um, or maybe that's part of your personality that you... Mm. Actually, it is part of your per- personality. Mm-hmm. We're both the mediator. I-N-F-P. Mm. And then we were both A. Um, meaning we are dreamers, idealists. Mm. We imagine the best case and we see the best in people. So I think like you could see that you could be better. Mm. And you could see that it it's... Um, you didn't listen to the like naysayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also you're really a hard worker. Like you said, it is a lot of hard work. And, um, listeners have heard me reference Angie tons of times, the angel, we both reference her as (laughs) Angie, the angel, Angie, the angel. But, um, because you started your journey with all of this so much earlier than me, I, I got the, to ride the tailcoat, Mm. you know, Mm. like, and spiritual um, tailcoats. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel better. Just don't let go. Exactly. Don't fly away. <laughs> exactly.
1: But um, I was going to say, I thought it started even earlier than your now husband oh. relationship. That uh, you- the Saturn return? Yeah. It,
2: well, it may have. I mean, a lot of this stuff was going on since I was 16. So that mm. couldn't have been right. Saturn return. But that's really where it started was, I would say, around 16 years mm. old. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you think that's common for something so positive to be happening at the same time of such negative stuff? Because yes. I feel like that, like I'm very much in love and a happy, healthy relationship. But I feel like everything else kind of right now is falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I, I am grateful that I have him because it's a nice escape and feels welcoming and homey. But huh, homey. He's my, he's my homie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just so interesting that it... Do you think that it happens a lot? Do you see that a lot as a coach?
2: Yeah, I think that... So a couple things, I think we when we're growing and expanding, I think of it as like we're stretching and there's these cracks for all this stuff to come through that needs to come through. So it's actually a good thing. It's that it's coming up because it's ready to either be healed or released or looked at. That makes sense. Yeah. And then I think there's also things need to fall apart in order for better things to come through. Mm. So it could be partially that. And then the third thing is that a lot of times we have an upper limit Mm -hmm. that we think unconsciously, that's as good as it can get. And then you, you know, you kind of stop yourself from receiving more. Settle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. There's
1: a really good book called The Big Leap. Oh. Have you heard
2: of that? No. From you, I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. So he talks about this and about... um, Who's it by? Do you know? Gay Hendrix. Okay. Yeah. And he said, he has a mantra in there that is, I expand in abundance, success and love every day while inspiring those around me to do the same. And that. he believes you really can create heaven on earth if you're, if you allow it mm-hmm. and don't contract. And, and because we all have that part of ourselves that can believe I don't deserve it, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not worthy of that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, energetically not allow ourselves to receive it or to not even see it Mm -hmm. sometimes how good
1: it is. Yeah. That, that goes back to what I was saying. I think about you, that you can see that it's possible. You can see, I mean, we all have challenges where we get in a negative rut and stop seeing for a little bit Mm -hmm. or get an upper limit, but you've broken past so many of those. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's, um,
2: like even when I wasn't super connected to myself, somehow I could feel the knowing of something and now it's way more clear, but I, I just, I knew that does not compute that life would be this way. Like there has to be something better.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we both kind of have that, I guess, again, in our personalities, seeing that dreaming, seeing that believing something better is possible. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, our, our, parents were able to pull off incredible things with like very little means and, Mm -hmm. um, they're very resourceful. So we probably got that resourcefulness and we're lucky because like, you know, it is, it is a choice and also it's circumstance to, to decide you want your life to be better. Yes.
0: Each person is given the circumstances that we're given and we have to live with them so we might as well do the best that we can with it. Right. Yeah. But some people get
1: get more stuck in the mm-hmm. negative, you know. Yeah. And I I I sympathize in in trying to understand that maybe maybe they their circumstances make it so that it's it's that much harder for them to choose the positive Oh, totally
0: and I've been there like I've spent so many depressed days in my bed when it's totally sunny out and I know that I in my heart of hearts I want to get out there and go for a walk and do these things but like at the time it felt so draining and like, it took so much energy to just get out of bed and get a glass of water. So like, I totally empathize with people who are there, but I hope that people know it is possible to come out of it. You just have to help yourself see the light little by little each day. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm in that right now. Yeah. Like, and, and yet I, I feel lucky that I do have that thing deep inside where I'm like, I know I'm mm-hmm. going to get there. Mm-hmm. So I I am doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm allowing the light in. I'm giving myself compassion that it is a dark time mm-hmm. and doing my best to equip myself or surround myself with what's needed to get closer and closer yeah. to the light from yeah. learning all this stuff from you,
0: Angie, yeah. and this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and therapy. Yeah. You know, speaking of dark time, I texted this to Rachel, but I just want to say it. So, right now the day that we're recording this, November what? 11/11. 11, 11. Oh. November 11. Very cool. Mm, very yeah. catchy. Um, the day we're recording this, it's we're all on our Saturn Returns. You still, right? No. No, you, you're out. Yeah, okay. I'm on the I'm way out. out, baby. All right, whatever. Peace. I guess <laughs> I'll help you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, here for you, thank we're you. all like kind of around our Saturn Returns. It's also Scorpio season. Mm-hmm. It's also Mercury retrograde. There was another thing. Oh, <sighs> I forget, is but it's just like very dark time. So it's interesting. All right, I have a question for you, Angie. With your clients, are you noticing that like, a lot of negative dark stuff is happening for a lot of people. Cause I feel like my I'm, friends right now are all having traumatic stuff happening to them. Agreed. It was same friend group, but like <laughs> they really are. Yeah. I mean, I'm,
2: I'm personally feeling it is just such an intense time mm-hmm. and so much surrender and, um, also cycle related too. I'm on day mm. three. So that, that, okay. that relates to, <laughs> to surrender. Um, and, and so with my clients, each one of them is actually so different. Mm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not necessarily, and there's a lot of transition happening for okay. sure for them. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. But I definitely see it with my friends.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. And, and that's kind of the thing too. Like all, all my friends are on such a growth path too. So it can be that kind of constant, like growing 10 times faster than mm-hmm. you used to. Mm-hmm. And it can feel really
1: turbulent yeah. like that a lot of the time. I want to go back to... It's like you just have so much wisdom. Yeah. (laughs) And again, listeners have heard reference to so much of it. Like, for example, when you gave me the experiment around money, Mm -hmm. listeners have heard about this where you told me I was so worried about money and you told me um, for the next three days when the fear comes up about it, experiment with not needing to figure out how it's going to happen. Because in three days, you're not going to end up on the street. So you gave me permission to basically you gave me permission to feel fear and allow it to move through. I think that's what Mm -hmm. happened. Um, but you're so, you know, a lot about emotions besides fear (laughs) and you have a whole, uh, workshop on it, Mm -hmm. I guess. Right. That, that one that I took, Mm -hmm. um, can we just talk about like some guidelines, Mm. some like a few tips for listeners around emotion
2: Yeah. I love that. You're such
1: an expert. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Have you felt them all?
2: (laughs) I've I've felt, oh my God, you (laughs)
0: must've.
2: I feel like you gotta to be able
0: to empathize with all kinds of feelings, (laughs) right?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I'm at a place where I actually get to enjoy the experience of all of them, Whoa. which is so different than I used to, to be. Superpower. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And not let it, not let it decide my actions, which is, is, so uh, so free in life, but mm-hmm. the reason why I know so much about emotions is because I didn't learn anything about it growing up. I just <laughs> learned, I just learned to be happy, yep. like and then, then and that was the emotion to mm-hmm. have. And now looking back, I can see how that must have been so confusing for me because I didn't know that I was someone who felt things incredibly deeply, mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. And so developing OCD tendencies, I'm sure as a little kid made sense mm-hmm. that, you know, trying to cope with whatever was happening within me that I had no tools for and
0: no understanding mm. for. Well, and emotions yeah. are normal. That's why we have words for them. <laughs> they're <laughs> oh you know? my God. like, that's why they're in our repertoire is because everyone as a human being can recognize with each emotion. So it just yeah. proves that. It's okay that we have these. Yes. It's just, it's better to, what is it, react instead of, or respond instead of react.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. One of my teachers said, and he was one of the YouTube guys I would watch when I was healing from OCD. He said, don't try to do something better than, a don't try to do something that a rock could do better than you. A rock? A rock. A rock could not feel emotions better than you.
1: Wait, I don't <laughs> what get does it. That mean? So
2: people try to not feel emotions. Yeah. A rock can do that better than you mm. because a rock has no emotions and no thoughts. <laughs> so don't try to be a rock.
0: Yeah. You're not, you are not a rock. He would say. Okay.
2: Yeah. What um, if it was
0: Dwayne Johnson? He was talking he about the oh, rock.
2: God. Shoot. The one exception. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I was like, having all these experiences with emotions, but having no idea what was happening and just suffering so much because I would have anxiety about getting anxiety.
0: <gasps> I get that.
2: Yeah. And like, especially with OCD stuff, because it can be so quick to come in. You're like, if you feel okay, you're guarding yourself. Mm. Like, okay. Oh, I hope the next thing doesn't happen. Like, I don't want to feel that anxiety. And so you get anxiety <laughs> and fear about the anxiety. And then I would feel shame and guilt about, or maybe not guilt, but shame about being sad because Mm -hmm. I felt very embarrassed that that was bad. And so I started to learn more about emotions and understand the actual lifespan of emotion. If we don't do stuff with it, Mm -hmm. if we actually just feel it is 90 seconds. So on on average, so if we just feel it and let it move through us. And I started to realize that emotions are something that just moves through us. I kind of think of it as it comes down and moves through my body and other people might feel it a different way. Mm -hmm. But, um, when I realized how much I was doing to the emotions, that it was actually keeping them stuck, like hmm. judging them or trying to run from them, push them away or feel an emotion about hmm. the emotion or a thought about the emotion. So
0: during those 90 seconds, what do you do? Do you breathe or do you do nothing? Well, um, that's not nec- that could be a tool you
2: use, but hmm. more so it's a fact that I use to help myself know, okay, if I'm feeling something, I might feel something very different in a couple minutes. Even the hmm. good feelings, because we try to... Sometimes hold on to the. I I remember when I would feel good trying to make it stay. Mm.
0: You know, yesterday yeah. I was having a day like this. My brain was very fickle. It would be one second like grateful and positive, and then I could f- I can feel when my brain is latching on to a negative thought, and then I feel the other part of my I, myself being like, Leah, don't go there, don't go there, and then I'll go there, and then like. I, my mood can change within, it's probably literally 90 seconds <laughs> and I, I kept flip-flopping, but like, I'm so happy that I, I know all that I know about this stuff. Cause I am able to get myself back to the positive, but then I, I creak back and you know, it's exhausting.
2: Yeah. That's how powerful our mind is in the positive or negative way, mm-hmm. we have a thought and then we have an emotion. That's how it goes. It goes thought first emotion, but sometimes it's happening so fast that it's almost like an emotional pattern or, you know, thought pattern.
1: Mm-hmm. So you, it, it's happening without your say in it. Yeah. I remember that, that, that's one of the biggest things that stuck with me from that emotions workshop was not to need to do anything with it mm-hmm. because I used to live thinking I needed to solve all the bad emotions or fix all the bad, emo- <laughs> even saying bad sounds silly to me now. Cause like mm. they're not good or bad. Mm. They're just feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and now I, I know from your workshop to let it pass through and to accept it and know that it's not permanent. Like you said, that fact is really helpful yes. that it's not permanent. Mm. Um, yeah. the second thing I really remember that stuck with me was that emotions have a message Their information.
2: Yes. And that one, as I was doing the workshop and listening back, I wanted to make sure, too, that it didn't come across that we should figure out the emotions, like figure out the message. But it is, I mean, when we feel an emotion, it is telling us information about what's going on within ourselves, what thoughts we might be thinking. Or it can be um, like if you're feeling excited, that's something that lights you up, that that information, Mm, you know, or... Some A lot of times the message is, is about stuff that needs to be looked at within you and brought light to or love to, you know. So if if you're feeling, especially if you're feeling an emotion that is out of proportion to what's happening, mm-hmm. that's more unconscious baggage. That's
1: There's stuff. something else yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. And that's why this work is so hard. Mm-hmm. That's why spiritual warriors or spiritual gangsters are like people who can be introspective enough to say, all right, this feeling sucks right Mm -hmm. now, but I'm going to learn something from it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not afraid to admit that there's something I don't like inside Mm -hmm. or whatever.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of times we have the, it's like monsters in the closet and we don't want to open the door and put any light on them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are really afraid to pause because they don't want the quiet. They're so uncomfortable with the quiet yeah. and what's, what's there. But really, a lot of the time you open the closet, you put the light of, lights in there, and there's no monsters. Yes. It's just like human, you yeah. know? It's a stuffed yeah. animal human experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I'll admit, I was so hesitant to start meditation in the same way I was hesitant to start therapy because of that reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I was brave and did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, exactly that. I was just like, it's not broke. So I don't want to fix it.
0: I, I don't want to like, I'm, I'm fine enough. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For a long time, I didn't totally understand yoga for the same reason. Cause I was like, this is boring. This isn't a workout. And then as I got, that was in my young twenties. And then as I got older, I am super into yoga now. And it's just like, that's my church. It's my time to connect with myself. It's such a difference, but it's cause I'm okay now with being still and like being patient and calm and quiet and all these other things that our society hasn't really taught us how to embrace.
1: Oh, the
2: feminine energy, basically. Exactly.
1: Which is another huge part. So like, basically I get free coaching because Angie's my sister, like (laughs) all these years I've, you've been basically my coach. Um, that's another thing we talk about a lot that we both kind of learned and put us on this journey is about the feminine Mm -hmm. and how it's so misunderstood or just not even understood or talked about. Mm -hmm. And you first introduced me to that when you learned it from Lisa Lister, Mm. About your cycle and how there's feminine superpowers if we can get it, embrace our cycle.
2: Mm. Yes. Yeah. Because as women, we move through a couple weeks of a cycle that are more feminine energy and then a couple that are tend to be more masculine energy. And, and when we can flow with that as women, we become, life becomes easier Mm. and we can um, rest and receive and actually get way more done than I would have Mm. because I'm, Using the energy for that kind of thing when I
0: have it, and mm. then I'm
2: resting and actually not um burning myself out when i don't and it's not a perfect science, but it
0: gives yourself permission it. to meet yourself where you are, yeah, yeah. And, Ooh,
1: and be yeah. inconsistent and be going through changes because we are mm-hmm. like we it's crazy that. We live in this society that tries to fully deny that mm. and make us masculine and consistent and productive all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it, that is so cherished in this society.
0: Yes. Production and consistency <laughs> and output. And- what are we going to do as humans when technology and robots are running everything? Then we're going to have nothing to do. We're going to have nothing to distract ourselves. Like, are we going to go crazy from, yeah. from stillness? That's a good question.
1: I think a lot of people will. I think that like light workers or people who are doing this work yeah. will not. Yeah, definitely we'll be chilling. <laughs> not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're we're the type of people that are like trying to sleep with our phone out of the room, you know, mm-hmm. or going to yoga. Like we are, we are choosing to carve out that stillness in a world that does not support that. Yeah. That's again why this is hard work. Mm-hmm. Lately, my patience in my Aries moon, (laughs) um, my impatience, I should say, (laughs) is getting me frustrated. Okay. And also given that I've been through a major capital T trauma Mm -hmm. is just even shorter. And I'm being tested even more with that on people who aren't willing to do the work. It's Mm -hmm. so hard for me to be around that. And I mean, that's where your clients, some of them start.
2: Can Mm -hmm. we talk about
1: that? Yeah, definitely. Can I quote one of them? Yes. I, I want you to tell the story of the girl who was like, this is a fucking ripoff. But then she became a client. Yes. <laughs> yes. She said that to your face?
2: Yes. Three times. Oh this, is yeah. a, this is
1: bullshit. This is a ripoff. And she's Whoa. now
2: like thriving and is a client, right? Yes, wow. she's a client. And she actually enrolled in a program with me and paid in full and the longer program that oh. she was originally thinking. <laughs> you but got yeah. her. Hooked her. <laughs> Hooked her. Uh, yeah, no, that... That was actually amazing because it kind of like what we're talking about at the beginning where, um, you know, when people say something and it it doesn't have anything to hook into. I've done so much work on almost nothing feels personal. And it's Mm. again, like it's not a perfect science, but almost nothing, at least even if it feels, I know it's not. So even when she said that and it felt like a jab, I was like, "This isn't really about me," mm. and and it, it's kind of funny that she was, yeah, <laughs> that her stuff was coming up because it was what she wanted to do and needed to do, and then she her fear and resistance came up and projected onto me. Wow, yeah,
0: and then she became. What had changed? Did it all change in that session? Oh yeah, wow! You're yeah, right in that session. Well, I mean, I mean we're, yeah. you and I have both learned, and I think Leah too. You can change your life
1: in seconds Yeah, it's mindset it's Mm -hmm. perspective Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah what happened
2: um so we were doing a session it was about 90 minutes and um when that was towards the end and she said it three times throughout the conversation I was like okay well let's talk about that like (laughs) let's (laughs) let's explore
1: that you're still sitting here and calling back that
2: (laughs) yeah and I was like tell me you know what's a ripoff about this and we just Mm -hmm. we, we just genuinely talked about not not her explaining why my program is quote unquote a rip off, mm-hmm. but that, um, you know, what's this really about? Like she was talking about making these major changes in her life that were insanely valuable. And so we talked about that and then, she, yeah, she didn't enroll right there. But two weeks later she was like, wow. Oh, I have a check for you. And, yeah. <laughs> and you had to yeah. kind of
1: think about like if you were going to take her on, mm. I did have to
2: think about it because it was such intense <clears throat> negativity that she was going through that it was it was really hard. I mean, when I work with people, it's so energetic. Mm. And so I have, it's gotten better over since I've been doing it a few years, it's Mm -hmm. gotten better where I can move out of that very quickly. But especially when I'm first meeting with someone, Mm. it can be, it can throw me off a little after that. I was in that energy really not taking It's not like I take it on, but, um, I am, sharing my energy with them and mm-hmm. helping them release or heal
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah could you because Rachel and I already know but could you share with listeners how you got into coaching
2: yeah so some of what I, I've shared a little of the story that it started when I was um you know like some of this stuff started when I was 16 and I had developed an eating disorder but it was very uh it wasn't like bulimia or anorexia so I kind of could brush it under the rug and just mm. be uh, obsessively exercise and and work out and all that and I was just full of anxiety and full of a lot of, a lot of sadness, really just struggling, even though on paper everything looked fine, but kind of like we were talking about, I was just on this journey of trying to figure out how to live this life. And I tried going to the, you know, primary care and they had given me antidepressant and, um, I tried, I think I tried some, yeah, I tried some therapy while I was a freshman in college. And then I learned about Buddhism and, um, eventually I found self-help books mm. and one came to me in the mail that I didn't order <laughs> and it actually changed my life. Whoa. And I found out later that was my mom who had sent it <gasps> to, to you, to me That's when so I lived in, so in New amazing. York. Yeah. What was the book? It's called Big Fat Lies Women Tell Themselves. Cool. Yeah. And I was, I would read it and like cry over the pages, like many of the books that I read that helped me. And and many of the videos I watched that helped me. And, Mm -hmm. um, that woman of the book was a coach. And then I ended up, um, taking a course with her. And then I ended up taking a very small, like a a mastermind with her, a small group of women Mm -hmm. that we studied for nine months, the feminine superpowers,
1: and cool. that was right, the golden circle. Yeah. That's what you were in. Oh, yeah.
2: Cute. Yeah. I remember was. you sharing little bits of that way back when mm. And that was all, that was
0: huge it for was you.
2: Huge. And it was like, I didn't, I didn't even understand what I was learning. Like I couldn't quite conceive of what was happening because I was still, I still had an eating disorder and hadn't even admitted it to myself. Mm. So I was still, like, I had barely begun to feel my emotions. So that cracked me open. Mm-hmm. And at, and throughout that, I thought what they did looked really Cool. And I thought maybe maybe I'd like that. I remember I was visiting you in L.A., your age, because I was going to go to the retreat mm-hmm. where I got cracked open and started <laughs> to feel emotions. And um, I remember mentioning it maybe to you or at least thinking that could be cool. It seems like a cool lifestyle. Um, but I didn't pursue it because I just needed so much help myself. Mm. And, and then I continued on with uh, after that with a one-on-one coach who helped me heal the eating disorder that I had. And then I just, um, I've al- I had always liked psychology and I'd all, a- ever since I discovered spirituality and being able to do inner work, I loved, I loved growth. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. I just, I found it so exciting. Mm-hmm. And so, and you've always loved learning. I've always loved, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, certain things like not history. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely love learning, um, brain science kind mm-hmm. of stuff yeah, mm-hmm. and me and under, understanding what's these things that people aren't talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you read
2: red moon by Miranda gray? Oh, I've no, but I've read the optimized woman. Oh, is it's that similar? By, it's by Miranda Gray. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah,
0: because I ordered it off of Amazon, but I still have yet to read it. But it's all about um, embracing the feminine during your period and the cycle and everything. Ooh, I definitely will check that one yeah. out because her her other book's really really good. What was well, the Golden Circle? So
2: this was it's kind it was kind of like a mastermind, but I guess you would call it more. I don't know, it was called the Inner Wisdom Golden Circle, and it was nine months together. Every woman in it was at a very dis- different place in life. Some of them were a lot older. I was mm-hmm. one of the youngest. And it was basically um, for women who wanted to um, get in touch with their inner wisdom and to um, sort of to heal or grow. And so for some women, it was more about their business. But I mm. think for a lot of them, it was more emotional and mental. And, and isn't it usually tied is oh, yeah. related, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Your stuff's going to come up anywhere, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, I think I just did it because I had originally taken this course with uh, the woman who wrote the book, Amy Ehlers. Um I had taken this course called Inner Mean Girl Reform School, <laughs> and it was all about that inner critic,
0: mm. and that
2: uh, was the first time I learned the difference between my voice and that voice. Mm-hmm. And so it just helped me so much that I didn't even understand what this golden circle was. I just knew I had to do it,
1: even though I didn't even know how to afford it or, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm relating obviously to, uh, one soul, two bodies. That's me yeah. and Angie, <laughs> same personality. Um, <clears throat> that is, I mean, again, riding the coattails, the same journey for me, <laughs> just a few years delayed from you, uh, where it went first, forgiving and loving myself, mm-hmm. like never before, because I was, always I also had some eating disorder stuff going on in high
0: school me too
1: yeah Yeah. and like I mean I'm pretty sure all women can relate to this I mean we just like are conditioned to hate ourselves and to Mm -hmm. be so mean to ourselves Mm -hmm. that whole not good enough yeah and um so the first step was like finally seeing that I'm awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like that that's okay to believe that and mm-hmm. that, oh, this was a trick this whole time that, it, that I am actually allowed to love myself. Like mm-hmm. that was huge. And I know there's a ton of women who haven't gotten there yet, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I feel that that's step one on the path to allowing all the other learning to happen. Because once I actually loved myself, then I saw how my life wasn't the way I wanted it to be or the way I deserved it to be. Mm -hmm. So then that drives the improvement and the self like seeking learning Mm -hmm. and doing the hard work because I actually want to give myself a better life. So you have to, it's like, you know, all this stuff can boil down in such simple terms sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I can really see when people aren't, loving themselves and how that can be the root
0: to a lot of shit in their life. Right. It perpetuates a lot of problems and they don't, it's like self-sabotage. They don't realize they're doing it. They don't realize they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's like,
1: that's where you have to get, I guess, kind of hit rock bottom or be broken open. Mm -hmm. You have to make that change of like, I I at least want to love myself, even if you can't say it yet. I remember learning that, mm-hmm. that you can walk back affirmations and be like, mm-hmm. I'm willing to learn how to love myself. I love that. Start there. Or I can be open to the idea that I could. Yeah. Yeah, even. Because I think that does have to happen before someone can start to make changes because they're going to keep not allowing the changes if yeah. they don't love themselves. They're not going to
0: give it. There's a Tracy Ellis Ross quote that I'm going to mess up, but it's so good. It's, it's something like, I can, um, I can love where I'm at right now while also hoping for a better me Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. I love that. And like, yeah, enjoying the moment of, of the, the bridge between those two people. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I think it can get really easy when you're on some sort of growth journey or you want to improve yourself to think I'm not, I'm not good enough here, but when I get there, I will be, Mm -hmm. but to be able to see yourself as, I mean, it really does all boil down to and not to sound like hippie or anything like that but it does <laughs> boil right down place. to loving yourself. <laughs> yeah. That that's really like if you have that then you can um do anything. You can you can really um help yourself through anything. Mm-hmm. You can uh, go within. You have you know okay, I'm going to love myself no matter what. So I'm going to be able to look at this thing that doesn't seem okay within me that I think is something really flawed or wrong mm-hmm. about myself.
0: Hello, witches. Just taking a quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. Yes, it's so easy, you guys.
1: You can customize it, whether you're a vegetarian or have any allergies. I sort of accidentally customized mine by forgetting to use the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still delicious. Mm-hmm. It's all fresh ingredients, very colorful, flavorful
0: meals. So you're going to love it. I know it's in the name fresh, but I was actually surprised how fresh <laughs> the ingredients really are. Like they, it's not fake. Yeah, and it really. saves you
1: from either Spending a lot ordering takeout or delivery and it also saves you from going to the grocery store which when you're you know an intuitive introverted witch like some of us that can be a lot to just go to the grocery
0: store exactly (laughs) now if you want to get your own HelloFresh box for $80 off your first month you can go to HelloFresh.com slash BasicWitches80 and enter BasicWitches80 again that's HelloFresh.com slash BasicWitches80 and enter BasicWitches80 you're basically getting eight meals for free. So you're welcome, witches. Witches, we got to tell you about
1: this time we hotboxed. I mean this hot box. Green Moon Apothecary offers self-care mysticism and joy with a cannabis infused twist in a subscription box that is delivered to your door for each Sabbath of the Pagan Wheel of the Year. There's a long history of witches and healers around the world using cannabis and a long history of your basic witches using cannabis. In modern day witchcraft, more and more people are exploring how the cannabis plant can be incorporated into their spiritual practices and for us it's a very healing and inspiring plant so we love that Green Moon Apothecary sends you cannabis accessories and special curated items to assist with ritual and spell work, manifestation, divination, wellness, and self-care. You know, the smokable part of cannabis is female. And when you grow the plant, you must elevate the female in order to be successful. That's exactly what Green Moon Apothecary wants to do. Empower people, elevate women, and celebrate the spirit of the cannabis plant. Indulge in enchantment by subscribing to a Green Moon box or explore their many magical products at www.greenmoon.ca. A. follow the witches of green moon at, at green.moon.apothecary and use the code basicwitch10 for 10% off your first order you're going to want to puff puff and not pass on this deal witches again that's basicwitch10 for 10% off your first order now back to the show
0: I've been getting really into, and Rachel knows, Chanel Miller. Same, and obviously. She is the survivor of the Brock Turner Stanford rape case. And she's a fucking queen. Um, I was just went down a rabbit hole watching interviews with her. And it's interesting because she used to be Emily Doe or Jane Doe. Like no mm-hmm. one was saying her name. She was anonymous. And then she wrote this book called Know My Name. And it's all about her... I want to read it so bad. I haven't read it yet, but it's all about her growth process of, of dealing with she's coming forward in like, you know what? I love myself. I went through so much. I took care of myself and like, no one can take away what I've been through and who I've become because now I know what I'm capable of and I'm strong as hell. Mm -hmm. And it's like so inspiring to see her shining and thriving amidst being part of a, a horrible scenario. Mm. Totally. And I, um,
1: obviously really relate like every, everything I've seen of her, which all comes from you sending it to me (laughs) (laughs) during your rabbit hole. (laughs) I get the best clips, um, is like, she's quoting me inside. And I, you know, as a survivor now, like, even though it's still really fresh, I, I relate. And I know that Mm. I'm making similar choices to her where I'm not going to allow this to, Keep me down forever, okay. and um, also just on a side note, I am curious if I'll be—I don't know if I'll be anonymous or what's going to happen in my trial. But yeah. like, I yeah, I I really respect her, and I mm-hmm. and I love that it's like oh, it reminded me of another quote um, that I saw on like a trash can in L.A. <laughs> because like people put art on everything here, and I love it. Um, and I it was that a determined human can overcome anything. I think it's actually a determined human who loves themselves
0: can overcome anything. Mm -hmm. That is so key. I love that. You have to be determined to love yourself too. (sighs) True. Yes. Life is hard. It's fucking hard. Human existence is so hard. It's Mm. it's so
1: hard. (laughs) For everyone. Mm. In different ways. In different ways.
2: And we're all having that human experience. Even if something's going well outside, it could be crazy insane
1: turmoil inside and that goes back to how you were like sometimes people get stuck thinking when I get there I'll be happy or when mm-hmm. I'm this weight I'll be happy mm-hmm. whatever yeah I used to think that about being famous because it's something on my career path mm-hmm. so I would look at people who are already in movies and be like once I'm in a movie I'll be happy you know mm-hmm. and then now I know that they're dealing with their own shit and Let me show oh you. yeah I've been in a movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too me too I, ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's like, I've heard that from my therapist. She, she has celebrity clientele. I don't know who they are, but, um, she says that talking to them, they have those same feelings. Just it's heightened each new level when they level up in their career or personally, it's a new thing that they're like oh well once I have that once I have an Oscar I'll be happy once I have a Tony I'll be happy and then they get it they're still miserable so it just goes to show like you can what is that saying? Wherever you go, there you are. Mm. It just goes to show do this work first. Yeah. (laughs) Do this work first and everything else will follow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is why I've always said, I'm so glad I went to rehab when I was unfamous (laughs) Mm and like 18 versus like being in the public eye and going to rehab. That's gotta be fucking tough. I got my shit out of the way when I was young and I'm happy about it same yeah. I'm
1: happy with the timing of this trauma because like mm-hmm. we went to the Lana Del Rey concert we already had tickets for not long after the attack and I was just thinking like if I was Lana right now and this happened I'd have to be in front of like you know thousands and thousands of people singing yeah. and performing like everything's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that's
2: making me think of that Katy Perry documentary we watched oh, remember fuck. that was a good yeah. one but which yes. part oh when with she's, the divorce yes. yeah and she's like under the stage crying falling oh. and ready to rise up to the top of the stage and just
1: pull it together and Easy. and yeah. at the same time, I know that that I will get there and I mean mm-hmm. I'm doing that at this level with the podcast right now, so mm-hmm. it's all relative, like I you know it's some of the recordings have been really hard in this time um but I'm just grateful for for the fact that I'm building the skills now, so mm-hmm. when i so that at each level, I have the tools mm-hmm. it's really a lot about knowing your mind
2: because your mind can just fuck with you. Like, and if you're at that level and you're hearing there's so much noise already around us. And then you're at that level and you're reading it and hearing it it amplified so much. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't understand how your mind works and that you are not your thoughts, you are not, you are not your mind. You're something so much deeper. If you don't have that connection to something so much deeper, Because you're probably no matter what going to feel something or you're gonna hear the things and um you'd not either ride that wave or not ride that wave and get thrown and tossed around and rabbit
1: hole down Mm. in your mind. Right. And that's like what we're saying, it affects everything, right? Mm -hmm. Like when we were talking about career versus emotion, like it's all tied together and Ange and I we always when we're on the phone, having essentially our life coaching sessions yes. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth to each other, yes. <laughs> um, we always say, "Like, you know, what we're getting better at life. Mm, yeah. We're getting better at life. That's what this work does. That's what introspection and like doing, you know, this hard work does. Is it makes you better at life because life is not going to stop throwing shit at you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah. And so when you can get better at life, <laughs> you can handle." Shit in career, shit in relationship, <laughs> shit, um, driving, you know what yes. I mean?
0: <laughs> all kinds of
1: shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Any it, kind of shit. Yeah. Yep. Throw that shit at me. I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you, did you finish telling the story of your in return? I feel like we got, oh, oh. um, well, I don't know. I but mean, it did. I don't know when it
2: ended, but, hmm. um, I had gone through all that craziness with OCD and started to kind of start to come out the other side. I wasn't totally out the other side, but um, the the relationship was and is amazing. And and, um, I was able to, um, that was nice to have that kind of, like a little bit of a foundation Mm. to, then I made that leap to do coaching Mm -hmm. a few years ago and invest in the business of coaching and understanding that. And what were you doing before? I was doing virtual assisting. So I could work from anywhere. She was Um, traveling and working as an assistant online to like- Rich people, or um, assistance. Well, decently well off, but not like necessarily rich. But okay. Yeah. But business but, people. Um, business. Actually, ran like all sorts of different oh, people. Oh, okay. Like one one person was a physician and just wanted help because she had three little boys. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I could I did a million different things for virtual assisting. Cool. Yeah. Um. And it allowed me that flexibility to start coaching while I kept mm-hmm. the business. So mm-hmm. then I had some income because I didn't have income right away from coaching. It took a, took a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the reason I made the leap was because I had found this course I could take that was speaking to me, but I hadn't decided. Um, but it would mean, okay, I'm doing it. I'm investing $2,000 in this course and then I'm going to learn the business. And uh, that means I'm a yes, I'm doing it, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure. And it was a Thursday deadline and Wednesday night I went to this support group I'd been going to for people with OCD and anxiety. And I had originally gone for help. And then mm-hmm. I had done enough work that I was going to support people and yeah and I felt like I couldn't I did there wasn't enough space for me to even help enough I it was like I could look at them and almost visually see their potential in Mm. some way and I just needed some sort of vehicle and that helped me make that decision and say yep I'm putting on my credit card I'm going to do this and I made that leap and then and that's actually when even more stuff come up came up Mm. um like it was so challenging so stressful it's so stressful it's so um scary to be an entrepreneur in a lot of ways as Mm -hmm. you guys know and what you're doing it's Mm
0: -hmm. uh it'll that it's like your next level of spiritual growth well and you have to believe in yourself or no one else will
1: Yes, took the words out of my (laughs) mouth exactly you're investing in yourself and you are the product and the salesperson. You're the boss, the employee. Yeah. Yes. It oh took me a long time to learn how to be a good boss, mm. which is another lesson you yeah. taught me over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> was that like check in when you're because uh, if you're perfectionists in recovery like us, you might be being really hard on yourself, mm. and you have to check in as the boss and as the employee mm. and say, okay, as the boss, am I giving my employee legal breaks? Am I being like working them too hard? Yeah. And as the employee, you have to think, am I um, am I uh, advocating for myself in my mm-hmm. job? Am I giving getting what I need out of this job? Like, mm-hmm. um, but oh shoot, there was something I really wanted to say back uh, on
0: oh, what you were saying. Wait, I used to have a stand up joke that was um oh, I fucking hate my boss. The only thing is, I work for myself.
1: <laughs> That's so funny, it's very <laughs> cathartic. Yeah, <laughs> I relate. Um, wait, when you were talking about Saturn return, um, starting the coaching. When I made that leap and invested. And... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you know, you're, you're obviously a witch. And what we keep learning from witches is that you usually go through something that brings you down into the depths oh, of yes. like, you know, your own hell. Mm-hmm. And then you rise up and the mission is to help other people. Yeah. So it makes sense that you were called to start doing that mm-hmm. when you were seeing the light because you realized it can be better and you want to help people also get to a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I'm so glad you said that because when we were talking earlier too about what you've been through recently, it's the women that I've met in my life that are the brightest lights, like just shining the mm-hmm. shit out of that light, like affecting everyone around them in a positive way. They've been through the craziest, yes. the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was going through my Saturn return and when I was at the depths of this torture in inside my mind and in my, you know, that I could not escape, I felt like, I actually had the visual come to me that I was at the bottom of a very dark well. Mm. I had no idea how, like the how. ring. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, it Full was circle. like the ring in, in there and Full golden circle. Here, here we come. <laughs> and I, um, yeah, I had no idea how, but I could, it was like, somehow I knew there was this golden field above mm. and, um, just beautiful sunlight that somehow I would be there at some point in time if I just kept going mm-hmm. and I eventually was able to figure out how to crawl up out of that well without there seeming to be any way at the beginning. Yeah, and I was in
0: possible. rehab, there was this girl, I remember it like it was a fucking movie the way I this might be a known saying, but the way she said it it was the first time I'd ever heard it. And it felt like, oh, my God, this is going to be in a script of mine one day. But she um, she was describing we were checking in about how we were with our, quote, addictions. I wasn't addicted, but yeah. Um, And then so she was like, I, I finally see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not an oncoming train <laughs> oh my gosh I love and that. I just love that visual because it's like yeah it looks like an oncoming train they're like oh no it it just feels like that but at the end is I'm coming out of something beautiful yeah into something beautiful yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: oh I love that I've never heard, I've that. Never heard that I think that I was hers I yeah. don't know yeah but it's Maybe. poetic <laughs> yeah yeah that is funny because it's funny how like they say you know don't go into the light like if you're gonna die or if you're on the edge of death that that's light but also Mm. we also use that to say it's a in in life that you can come into the light yeah interesting Mm. that's very interesting
0: do go into the light yeah go (laughs) go in go into the light run Run. forest (laughs) Wait, what is what is your sign again?
2: Capricorn. Oh. And I'm a Gemini rising. Mm. Aren't you a Gemini, Gemini Capricorn rising?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh. So you guys are I learned that on your podcast. Complimentary. Oh. That makes sense then why Rachel and I connect.
1: <gasps> yep. Mm. Cuz and and why you and
0: I connect. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: What's your moon? Similar combo. Moon Pisces. Okay. Okay.
0: Very emotional. Mm-hmm. What's your moon?
2: Aries. We share mm. the same moon. Yeah. Wow. So the three of us all have yeah. a, lot, a lot that lines yeah. up. Yeah, that makes total sense
0: so interesting yeah or do you feel like you fit those exactly um yeah
2: I do and it's funny because I think of myself as a, like, definitely overall a very calm person I think I I actually when people are around me they feel more calm but mm-hmm. then, then I have this Aries moon <laughs> that like I kind of wasn't very in touch with and I remember it was only like a year or so ago that i was sitting here in la with some of the women that i was in the mastermind with and rich was there we were eating indian food <laughs> mm-hmm. and Everyone was talking about feminine rage, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I don't think I have that." And then, and then I realized shortly after, like it was coming up all the time. Like I, I absolutely have that in my Aries yeah. moon and the yeah. impatience. I have to really work on that. Mm. Um, she will be known to throw a
1: cell yes. phone. <laughs> What's that? I wrote her a rap once about yeah. this time she threw a cell phone across the wall. It's one of my favorite moments of hers. Oh my! God. Um, and she I she broke, broke it. smashed it. All, I threw it all the way across the our basement, whole which, basement was, which was several
2: rooms long. What? What happened for you to do? This. <laughs> a guy broke up with me by oh, phone. Oh. Yeah. So she threw so, the phone. It was such bullshit. So she broke up the phone. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Aries moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it can. Cut. That's exactly how it comes out when, I'm, when I'm angry enough. It's that reminds very me.
0: I think I've said this on the podcast before, but that reminds me of the time that I was coming out of a breakup and I was masturbating and I could not orgasm. <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> I fucking threw my vibrator across <laughs> oh my the room. And it's one of those that, like, has a little, like, dildo. And then it, there's a wire and a cord. Oh. So it was like a fucking boomerang oh my flying god. <laughs> my room. And when it landed, I was just like, <laughs> I started crying. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> so god, So many feelings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Happy to not be in that place anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> emotionally. Yeah. I mean, the the hardest
1: day is behind you. Everyone that's alive can say that yeah. until the next thing happens. <laughs> but like, we're yeah. still here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I do kind of want to talk about real quick, my night terror that I had last night. Oh. I have never had a night terror before. Oh, fuck. Since the attack with PTSD, I've had a lot of nightmares. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating talking about them in therapy because... Um, again, thankful that I've done all this work and I can see it as information, mm-hmm. uh, my brain trying to like, you know, figure things out. Um, because the, the, the nightmares have all been protective. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm trying to escape, you know, I'm getting attacked. It's all like that. But this night terror was next level. Have you guys ever had a night terror? I don't no. think so. <sighs> no. To anyone listening who has, I empathize I'm my empathy today is like off the charts for people Mm. who have this because like just thinking about it could like cry and shake Mm. right now like I was trapped in it and it was so terrifying and I was getting attacked in my home (laughs) were you gonna ask something
0: I was gonna ask were you trapped in the dream or trapped in that memory and then fucking both you guys it was so scary Mm. because
1: so so in it. Yeah. I was so in it actually, and you were there and our parents were there, I think because Angie and my mom just visited to help me pack up and move. Um, but I, you guys were in the house and mom and dad had brought like five young kids home, like preteens kind of like fosters. And I walked in and saw them and said, no, because it was like an intrusion into my home. Mm. And I, and I, it just symbolized that I don't like, I don't hate foster kids. Like I actually do want to foster one day for the record, but, um, it was like intrusion. So no, but nobody listened to me. And so Mm -hmm. they stayed and it became nighttime and I was going to the, to get to the bathroom and one of the girls Mm -hmm. saw me and started coming at me. And then it was two of them and they were, they were attacking me Mm -hmm. and I said, leave me alone. I'm sleeping which I didn't even realize was meta or it was like yeah. lucid. I was like, please leave me alone. I'm sleeping. Please leave me alone. I'm sleeping. And she went, me too. Whoa. And it was so scary because, you said that. yeah, oh. because she was like, it was as if she was sleepwalking and attacking me. And it was like, oh. we're all sleeping and we can't do anything about it. But, but it still seemed real in the dream, in the night thing. And then, um, and then I, you and mom were around, and I was trying to tell you they're attacking me. Help! Mm. And every time I would try to tell you, the words were mushy, and you couldn't. It was like there was a sound barrier, and you only couldn't hear those words. And then I even asked you, "Can you not understand what I'm saying? Do you not see them?" I was like, "Do you not see them attacking me?" Mm. And you guys were like, "What are you talking about? Everything's fine." You were like tying your shoes and doing normal things, and. So it was like, I couldn't get help and I couldn't get out and I was getting attacked. And, and it was the inception dream layers of like, I can't even wake up within the dream and I don't even realize it's a dream. And then I, uh, I know I was like straining and crying and in real life in my sleep. And then, um, I just started to leave my body, hmm. but also that could be astral projection, which is cool. <laughs> um, cause I do, I have said this, I think I'm starting to tap into that shit, but, um, I tried to just leave my body in the dream. And it was so crazy because Mm. I was, I was telling myself just, just leave and like, imagine this is a dream. Just imagine this is a dream. And I, which it was how crazy. crazy. And I started focusing on a building in the distance that I could see through the window. That was really pretty. And then it turned into stars. And I just focused on the night sky and the stars. And I was like, at least I can imagine something pretty. And then I woke up to like, I came to sobbing and being held by my partner who was laying next to me. And I was so confused Mm. because I really had been trapped physically and mentally in it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I was like shaking and crying. And I was like, how did I, how are you awake? What did I do? And I guess Mm -hmm. I had been like hitting him. And so he woke up. I think I was hitting him as if he was the person, but it worked to wake him up in real life. And I don't even know why I brought that up. It was just top of mind. Yeah. Cause it yeah. was so
0: crazy. Mm. So how do you feel better? Wait, wasn't this just last, last night? night? Yeah. yeah. How do you feel today?
1: Well, um really tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause I didn't get much sleep because of that. Yeah. Well, you're it's your brain. I know. You know actually saying it out loud to you guys. This is the first time I've even said it in yeah. detail since it's mm-hmm. so recent. I totally see how like, spot on it is. And I think it's because I'm now removed enough from the trauma to feel sleepy, to even get sleep, Mm -hmm. to even allow my brain to start processing things Mm. because the nightmares before would be more generalized. And, um, and then even before that closer to the trauma, I just would have black, the little bit of sleep I could get, it would be black, no dreams, no nightmares. Mm. I think my body was protecting me and now it's relaxing enough to allow it.
0: Which is a good thing because it will pass. Mm -hmm. You'll go through this maybe a few more times, right? but but you'll work through it and uh, I think it'll get easier each time. Yeah, And I have empathy and can now relate to people who have this, you know, phenomenon happen. Yeah,
2: Yeah, absolutely. So it's a tool. Yeah. And that's something I I can say, like, I've never, I've never experienced that. I can imagine some of it, but I've never, you know, so that you can absolutely now, relate on that experiential level and
0: mm. yeah i had
1: acupuncture shortly before oh, bed and yeah. i'm like did that kind of release some mm. stuff that would make sense and you guys that was so cool because um the acupuncturist you know i'm i'm getting it to deal with an injury from the attack and um she was able to find these channels on like this the, the one that hurt the most was the side of my right foot. So specific. Whoa. She would press on it to find where blocks are happening that mm-hmm. are causing this injury. And it is the channel for protecting yourself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, that's just so cool.
0: Eastern medicine. Did do you tell her about what happened? Is it yeah. like okay? It's yeah, like it's therapy. Holistic, kind of. Oh. Holistic. Okay. Yeah. It's really cool. Have you had acupuncture? Not like that. Okay. I had very medical acupuncture. Okay. Like after a car accident or something? No, just, it was like a free session. I was just trying it out, but yeah, it wasn't, they didn't even stay in the room with me. He Mm. he like left. It was,
1: I mean, they leave because, um, you sit there for a long time, Mm. so that's normal, but she was really compassionate and like, Mm. is it okay if I leave? Do you want the lights on? You know, she, 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 she was very compassionate to like triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: it sounds like unconscious stuff coming up to be released. Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Our it,
2: unconscious mind can just process so much more, um, like a million times more yeah.
1: than than our conscious. And I'm I'm excited that I'm up leveling in learning all of this and experiencing the the hard pain, but you know, like we're saying, we that's how you become a super witch. Um yeah. and also I <laughs> I forget what the other thing I was going to say is because I'm so tired.
0: It's <laughs> okay. That's something good. I feel like it's, it's time, time to pull your card. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do um, divination? Yes. Do. I love Oracle cards. I use them um, consistently for my cycle.
2: Oh. I pull five cards at the start of every cycle. So I have one for each phase and then one as a theme and um, for the whole cycle. There's five phases to so the cycle? So four, there's four phases and the fifth card is the theme For the whole cycle. What are the phases? Oh, so the first phase is our, uh, is menstruation, winter, that kind of, um reflective you're bleeding you're you know resting taking care hopefully Mm -hmm. if you can are these the seasons that you talk about okay yeah and this comes
1: from lisa lister and other people doing this work yeah miranda
2: gray um she teaches it and then there's um spring which is pre-ovulation so that's more experimental time more energy getting masculine energy going then there's summer which is uh, er, ovulation so it's like super expressive and social and More masculine energy. And then um, premenstrual, the most confusing time. Mm. (laughs) Fall. Fall. I always like when I pull a really nice card for fall that's like rest, receive, Mm. Mm -hmm. self-forgiveness. Yeah. 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 And then the fifth? And then the fifth is just the, I pull five cards because the overall. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, as I've done it more and more like your guys' card pullings, Mm -hmm. it's become
1: so spot on. Right? And crazy. it'll be these things. I'm like,
2: I don't know what that means yet. But then I get into that phase and it makes up. Total sense. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. always
1: use the same deck when yeah. you your cycle I
2: What use kind? I use Mermaids and Dolphins cool. by um, Doreen Virtue. Oh. Same? Is that no? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're they're because so... you have a lot of decks. I do. So this is the decks one. All decks all decks. <laughs> I have so many decks, and I don't use this one for other people. I like to just use it for me for my cycle. I love that. And I was gifted it in the Inner Wisdom Golden Circle, and I didn't know anything about these cards. And the first card I pulled because they had us all pull one the first card ever from that deck was self employment
0: and i was like <gasps> oh,
2: no not me and all the women were like wow yeah <laughs> you I was like, yeah you no know. uh,
1: but yeah but wasn't that what you dead
2: on wasn't that what you wanted well i i i think it meant entrepreneurship and i was like no i'm not going to like mm. own my own business i didn't have my own um Virtual assisting business at that time. Got it. This was I was for that.
1: Okay, working a job. Yeah, but clearly it yeah. was right in the long run. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally. That's awesome. Okay. Well, do you have something on your mind or heart today that you want guidance on for uh, to ask the cards? You know what I'm I'm thinking about is just
2: how amazing the spaces you guys have created mm. to be uh, to have that to have these kind of conversations and to be really authentic and really like um, just. Ha- express yourself in a way that we don't do all mm. the time because it's you know not everyone's up for it. Um, so I think on my mind is you m- up for getting deep?
1: D T D or D T G D? Yes.
2: <laughs> I think on my mind is um, about creating more of that, mm. making more of that
1: available. I love that yeah. that like authentic safe space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And these
0: are Andy's cards. Yeah, the like angel. Okay, so I shuffle I like them. Uh, you totally can pull if you feel. Oh. But let's breathe first. Shuffle them and um, yeah, fan them out so that the faces are facing your heart.
1: I feel like you're gonna get Athena, is inner wisdom because you're so wise. Oh.
0: Also, nematona is about creating a sacred space. That'd be interesting mm. if that came up. One of your true love is popping into my head. Oh, Okay. We'll see. It's out we'll there. We'll see. <laughs> On the record, just in <laughs> case it's right. <laughs> We've learned our lesson too many times. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. okay let's do a deep inhale. Hold it. <sighs> Whoa. We just got lightheaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's have you pull.
2: Okay. All
1: right. Oh, you're so powerful. I don't want to mess with <laughs> and the flow, though, you. And beautiful. And no, no, some guests pull for themselves. Okay. Some guests, okay. they don't even ask and they just pull one. Okay. And they're like, oh,
0: great. Yeah, that's uh-huh. your card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens is okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling this, oh. One, or this <gasps> one. Oh, this
0: one. Maybe wow. you can do both. Yeah doing it doing it yes oh. Oh. oh oh start delegating okay this is good okay i got really excited because vesta is the same colors as true true love yeah. here. And i here. Yeah. like, i'm right i was not right um vesta home and green tara start delegating which one okay. did you feel mm, did you feel more called to pick one I, I see these as equal. Mm, yes. Okay. I
1: totally see this as hello. You run a business from home <gasps> yes, and like <laughs> start delegating probably means you're, you're craving. This is my read. You're craving, um, more support, like how Leah and I have each other to create this space. Maybe you need a little something more supportive to create as much of a space. A like a partner. A crime.
2: <gasps> mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually doing an event on Wednesday with friend who's also a coach and it feels really good to be working with her in my home i'm doing it in my home i love that yeah
0: um which one do you want to do first let's do let's do green tara okay so could you describe the card what it looks like and what it says so it's a mint green and
2: it has a i think this is like a hindu goddess i want to say wearing a, a yellow cloak a red skirt and she's got some lotus flowers and some
0: awesome leggings. It's very trippy. Oh, bright yeah. colors. Yeah. Lots, of, lots of bright colors. And it says, ask others, including me, to help you instead of trying to do everything by yourself. Oof. Okay. I love this card. Mm-hmm. Let's see what she says. Message from Green Tara. When you feel resentment in your heart because you're carrying more than your share of the load, you're doing no favors for anyone, including yourself. You need to ask for help to ensure that you have private time for contemplation and rest. That's like what we've been talking about this whole time. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I'm able to sit so peacefully is that I know the secret of true productivity. <laughs> it doesn't come through struggle or strife. Rather, it comes from a clear and focused mind that's unchallenged by indecisiveness. Ooh. You see, making decisions is the shortest route to triumphant passages. Once you make up your mind, the rest follows quite naturally. How you decided to be a life coach and then it mm. yes. <laughs> I therefore urge you to sit quietly and follow the footsteps of your mind. Be open to your heart's meanderings. They will quietly lead you to make your most important decisions and the rest will fall into place. That was so good. That was so spot on also yeah. to how you were we've said this whole
1: episode about mindset and how um Feminine not Yeah, yeah, yeah. being inconsistent is okay and Mm -hmm. not struggling or forcing consistency to think that's productive. How you Mm -hmm. get more work done by embracing your cycle. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Various (laughs) meanings. Don't try to be a superwoman or superman. Give your children chores. (laughs) Ask your partner for help. Mm. Accept assistance as it's offered to you. Release guilt or the belief that it's weak to ask for help, be a team player. Mm, Cool. And then you were right. She is a Hindu goddess. Hindu and Buddhist. Yeah. Okay. So let me go to Vesta for home.
2: So that's really cool too, because I've had this knowing for a while that competition no longer makes sense in our world at all. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to kill ourselves. Um, And so I've just been, and as I being here in LA, I got to see a lot of the women in my life and we've just been talking about collaborating and how Mm. like we could Create wealth together. We can. We all have so many gifts, and so it's making me think of the collaboration part.
1: Yeah, totally. And that was my read for you too. I think yeah. I was feeling that what you were feeling—that um, it's about support around you instead of doing it all on your own. Yeah, like it says. Okay, so Vesta. Do you want to describe what that looks like? Yeah, so it's almost looks like a floating head, but
2: um, <laughs> it does. Vesta. She is. Um, ve- she looks like very calmly happy, and she ha- she looks Greek to me. Um, And red hair, red wavy hair with a golden Mm -hmm. headband. And it's a very simple looking
1: card with yellows and oranges. Mm -hmm. And the quote is, your household situation is improving either through a move or a healthy change in the occupants. Mm. Well, that's very true for Leah and I. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Message from Vesta. There's an undying flame within your soul and it's the light, seed and spark of your consciousness. Your outer world reflects your inner world. Mm. Take a look around your home. Does it reflect warmth? Mm. <gasps> this is about you moving to California oh. to be with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's cold in Ohio. It's so cold <laughs> right now. It's so now. cold right now. Okay. <laughs> If not, this is easily remedied by moving to Los Angeles to your Whoa. <laughs> that?
0: It's crazy.
1: <laughs> no, if not, this is easily remedied and oh so important to do. It's a simple task of using your creative imagination to add warm energy to your home, to your household, such as lighting the fireplace or some candles, adding cozy blankets and pillows, or displaying greeting cards and fresh flowers. By warming up your outer world, your inner flame responds to meet it. This increases your energy level, which automatically shifts all outward appearances toward the better. Mm. Also what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Watch how these simple steps recharge the flame within everyone in your household. This flame cleanses away negativity and brings in the new with vigor and irresistible invitation. Mm. What is that? bringing you that's
2: so crazy because i was thinking when i go back i'm gonna have to cozy up the house because i'm gonna feel extra cold from being here Mm. i was thinking about the fireplace and i was thinking about like should i get a christmas tree then maybe that would make it feel cozy yeah um yeah just warming it up because it's it's just so cold
0: yeah 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 okay various meanings of this card you're moving to a new home that's for me and rachel yeah Mm -hmm. you've just moved a new person is moving in someone is moving out there's increased romance and or harmony in the home a problem with neighbors is resolving. Mm-hmm. Clear the space in your home. Remodel. Know that your home is safe and protected. <gasps> I want to take that for Rachel. And me. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're taking that. Yeah. That last one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's Roman. Oh, okay. cool. You were yeah. close. And close.
1: then I think, yeah, I think for the question that was on your heart, it, it, it just ties in because that is your business. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, and I'm having the event there and yeah, totally. Okay. There was also something at the beginning of that.
1: Where is the book? you yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, if you open it up. So yeah. That you read that... Totally related to everything we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. First yeah. like line or two. Um, but there's an undying flame within your soul, the lightness, the, darkness. the light seed in your spark of your consciousness. It, like, um, your outer world reflects your inner world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like just yes. start starting within it all starts within mm-hmm. I feel like we were really talking about that mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. card is just making me think that I'm drawing people
0: in you know yeah
2: through that home space this is
0: also reminding me and I just want to give a shout out for listeners who may want to like do their space but don't know how there is this Instagram that I'm obsessed with called the space queen <gasps> I've showed Rachel and like yeah she she helps people design a very cool witchy sacred space. So if you really want to do something like check out her Instagram, she's dope. Yeah. It's cool.
1: Gr- she, she makes some really magical looking stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. I feel like I'm going to Marie Kondo more when I go home too. Mm-hmm. Now.
0: Reading nice. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on that. Too. Same. Um, All right. thank you green Tara and Vesta. Yes. Thank you. <sighs> Receiving the wisdom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in closing, is there anything you'd like to plug? Where can people find you? How can they have you as a life coach? Yeah, so the best place is on my website cuz everything's
2: there, so it's myname.com and dot g.com. And um I definitely highly recommend signing up for my free email that I send out a few times a month that has inspiration and um it's a, just a love letter from me every
0: Few, every couple of weeks or every week. I love it so much and it's usually so spot on for what I, I know, need. Isn't that cool? Same, I love when the always... timing is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love, love writing them.
2: And um on there you can also book a time to talk with me. You could apply for a complimentary session on there. So we can do a ninety minute deep dive if anything I was sharing was speaking to you or if you're struggling with um, that internal stuff or relationship stuff and just wanting to feel to actually get to enjoy life. Just don't tell um, her it's fucking bullcrap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell yeah. her it's a rip off because yeah. <laughs> it's not.
2: <laughs> but if you do, I'll walk you through that
0: too. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You can find social media on there too amazing yeah I highly recommend it for anybody who wants freedom in their life within their own mind mm. and heart and uh, who wants to get better at life yeah, yeah. That's navigating riding that surfboard mm. yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and let
2: me know you found me on basic witches so I can give you something extra special oh. too
1: Ooh. Yeah. A VIP for all
0: the witches yes. Yes. love, love that <laughs> alright and then let's do our basic blessing something we're each grateful for today I have mine it's actually a two punch um I <laughs> I'm grateful for Demi Moore. Oh. Yes, I love her. <laughs> she yeah, she just came out with a memoir called Inside Out and I'm listening to it and it's so good. I definitely recommend mm. listening to the audiobook because you can feel her emotion. She's been through some fucking shit. I didn't I did not know. Is she a witch? Um, she's, I don't know. Well, she's very spiritual, okay. and she's sober, cool. and she went through a huge spiritual awakening. Her, she had a like very traumatic childhood. Yeah, okay. it's, I definitely recommend it. Uh, the second punch is <laughs> I am grateful for Libby, which I want. I want more people to know about this. So, if you get a free library card from your just public library, there's an app called Libby where you can listen to free audiobooks. It's how I listen to every audiobook. It's basically free Kindle, and I just want everyone to. To know that there are access, there is accessibility to listening to free dope shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Overdrive and too, I think. Does yes. That. Yeah. It's,
0: oh. I think it's connected oh, through it's connected. overdrive. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. use that? that love,
1: I've used it before. I love nice. audiobooks. Yes. Yeah. I got to get does. on that. Now I'm thinking I can pack less books on my upcoming trip and just do audio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Um, I, besides being so grateful for the fact that I, feel very supported mm-hmm. lately. Um, especially with everyone who contributed to the GoFundMe and all my close people around me who are there with the emotional support. Um, I, I'm also, oh shit, I lost it. You guys you it's, got it. Uh, yeah. What was it? It was something. Oh yeah. It was about the trip itself. I'm grateful of mm. that I had enough miles to book a healing vacation to yes. Kauai in this insane time. Mm. And I'm also grateful I have a free place to stay while I'm there. And that ties back into why I feel so supported. So much
2: magic and manifesting mm-hmm. yeah. and
1: receiving. Yeah.
2: Okay. Ah, uh, I am I'm really really grateful to be here with you guys that you guys created this space and um I I kind of want to do that like the brag the the gratitude Oh, a Holy the thing, Trinity, the Holy yeah. Trinity. Yeah. Cool. Go. Okay. It. So I'm my brag is that I do things that terrify me all the time. So brave. This scared me. Oh. <laughs> to come. It, did, it did, because I know you guys reach a lot of people. And so, you know, the, my, I had to work with my mind on anything mm. that was coming up. And also the, the tools I have from, from public speaking to see that as the very true, my, uh, what is it? What does she say? It's like, that is the very real feeling of your power. Yeah. The, that energy. That, mm-hmm. So it'll just work with that energy. Mm-hmm. Um so proud of my my mindset with that. Um and then I'm I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to get to come out to California. Um because it always it, it like I need it. I need change. I need to be in new environments and to be around my women. Mm-hmm. And it really just like lights me up again. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I feel um, recharged. Yeah. And what do you want? Oh, what do I want? Um, I think I'm just thinking right now about our day. I just want to have a really fun day mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm leaving tomorrow. So just enjoy the time. Have a good, good, goodwill trip. Yes.
0: Yeah. We shall. Yeah. I, I love, love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank Angie. You, Angie. Thank you. Oh, She's an angel. Me. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too. We
2: love
1: you
0: tum tum tum
2: Which is pimp, op, op, above, op, above pimp, pimp, op, op, above, above above basic
1: pimp, yeah. basic pimp, witches. basic pimp, 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 Basic witches.